I'm Tawny Beardall. This is Becoming, a podcast for teens. Episode number three, Connection and Vulnerability. Hi there, and welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. I'm your host, Tawny Beardall. I will be interviewing guests with unique experiences and experts in different fields to help us get the most out of each episode. How are you all doing today? I'm so thankful you're taking some time out of your busy lives to hang out with me today. This episode is basically part two of three to my last podcast called Authenticity. You might want to check that out first if you haven't already. Or you could just take in what you learned today and make the most of it. I'm pretty sure you could sense from listening to my last episode how passionate I am that we understand who we are. Not having that connection with ourselves leads us to search for any acceptance, and it's usually in the wrong places. When this groundwork lacks, we start creating a black hole within ourselves. We end up grabbing anyone and anything just to fill that hole up. Some things might suit us for a short time, but the only thing that really seals that hole up for good is having a solid foundation of truth in who we are and a strong connection to our spiritual source. When that foundation is there, We are ready to truly connect with others. As human beings, we are innately social creatures and deeply desire a sense of belonging. I feel like this is really the first step in creating a happy, fulfilling life. We can continue to decide and practice who we want to be, but what's next? Where do we go from here? Well, as I discussed in the Authenticity episode, I just love Brene Brown's research. After over 10 years of being a social worker, she realized that no matter what problems, issues, addictions, or different circumstances she helped other people with, the root issue with all of them started with connection. You see, connection is why we are all here. It gives us purpose and meaning to our lives. It is what this life is all about. Well, sometimes in order to understand this topic, it can be easier to look at the opposite side of it to check it out from a different angle. So maybe we can think about what causes us to be disconnected. In Brene Brown's study, she discovered that the cause of our disconnection and feelings of unworthiness all started with shame. You see, shame causes us to believe that we can't be authentic and true to who we are because we think there is something wrong with us. And if people know it or see it, then we think we won't be worthy of connection. This is a scary little trap that we find ourselves in. No one wants to talk about shame and its effect on us. And the less we talk about it, the more we have it. I was discussing this topic with a dear friend of mine, and she shared an awesome experience with me about how she dealt with something similar in college. I'm so thankful she was willing to come on here and open up to us about it. I'd like to introduce you to the amazing Brianna Dumas. How's it going, beautiful lady? So good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for joining me today. No problem. Well, actually, it's tonight. It took us all day to finally (laughs) find some alone time where we could talk. Yes. And I'm all set up in my closet so I could hide from my kids. They're supposed to be sleeping, but hopefully they don't find me in here. 
Yeah, and I'm hiding in a closet in a playroom. It's quite it's quite great. <laughs> look how look how fancy we are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well I want to quickly introduce you to my listeners and then I'm gonna get all up in your business. <laughs> all right, sounds great. <laughs> well, Bree has been married for seven years. She's a mother of two beautiful children. She's a Amen. medical assistant at a med spa. I loved this girl from the first time I met her. She exudes confidence and a strong sense of self. Brie has a super dynamic personality. Right when you meet her, you know that she's a ton of fun, yet she has the ability to be really personable and real. Brie is not afraid to be the center of attention and still the show at a karaoke night. She's kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and we have laughed together until nearly peeing our pants, and we've totally cried together as well. Well, a couple of months ago, Brie was doing a treatment for me at her med spa, and we got all deep in conversation with each other. I just love my alone time with Brie. She's amazing. So I just loved how you shared with me this story, and I know that was months ago, but since I've started this podcast recently, I just have had it on my mind and I would love it if you could just share with us, maybe set the stage where you were at this time in your life and what was going on. So it was, I was about to go into college. So of course I was nervous about this new beginning and this new chapter in my life. And, um, you know, I was looking to my older sister to kind of give me some of her wisdom. She'd been in college for the last three years. And she gave me great advice. She said, you know, be comfortable with being uncomfortable and be the most social, you know, self that you could be. And if you see someone, go sit next to them and start a conversation. Just get out of your comfort zone, Love it. which is great advice. Yeah. So, and where I was at, I was starting my freshman year with this special program where I basically was going to be eating, sleeping, going to school, and studying with the same 30 people for an entire semester. And we were going to be up in the mountains. Wow. And That's fun. it was fantastic. But when I got there, I think part of it was nerves, but part of it was, you know, this advice that I was, I needed to be extra social. And, you know, I had 30 people almost to compete with. Mm -hmm. uh, and I immediately just once I met everyone, I became like this different person where I was way too much energy for anyone to handle, um, which is not a bad thing because some of my favorite people on the planet are these rays of sunshine that are just like, when they walk in, you're just like, I want to be friends with them. Totally. And I, I think that's what I wanted mm -hmm. people to think about me, yeah. but it came off as a little bit annoying. <laughs> Because you weren't being like totally yourself. You were trying to be what you thought people would like. Right. Well, and I was overcompensating for what I thought I was lacking in, you know, my social abilities. I'm a social person. I can get to know people pretty well. But I was trying to kind of be in everybody's conversations, mm -hmm. even though I wasn't being like invited into their conversations and I was a kind of a me monster without, I wasn't really bragging about myself, but I was just like, hi, what are you talking about? What yeah. are you talking about? I was really just kind of in everybody's face. Um, and it totally came off as, you know, it wasn't me, first of all. And it, yeah. I think it was probably 30 minutes into our car ride up to the mountains where we're going to live together. I could tell that I was starting to annoy two people 
specifically. Hmm. But it was almost like the whole vibe of the car was like, oh, gosh, here she goes again. She just <laughs> won't stop. Like, literally, they were kind of just like, oh, my gosh, she's so loud. And they were kind of like saying this out loud. I was like, just keep going with it. Breathe. They'll learn to love you. Yeah. Like, People love but it wasn't. Kind of, you know, personalities. Yeah, exactly. But it just wasn't. It wasn't me, and it was kind of exhausting. And uh, it it took me a while to figure out, like, you can't keep this up. And you're really, like, you're certainly kind of pushing people away. Mm. They're not wanting to spend some time with you because you're too much. Well, good um, for you to be self-aware enough to notice that. Yeah. So about two weeks into my college experience, something happened in my life where I became very sad. And mm -hmm. people that were, you know, all these, these 30 people basically came around and just comforted me and they got to see this completely different side. It's so good. And the, the, why that's good is because I was able to reset and kind of start, you know, they got to see me in my lowest state and then they yeah. kind of helped me grow out of that. But so ultimately, you know, we're spending 12 weeks together. By about six weeks, we're all like brothers and sisters. And about that time, people started revealing like, hey, Brie, you were a lot to handle at the beginning. You know, we're all comfortable with each other. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, wow, that hurts to hear, but so good for me to hear that because yeah. it's clear that it didn't just happen to like two people in the car. It was kind of overall too much for everyone to handle. Well, it was and too really, much for yourself, too. Too much for myself. And by that point, they had all gotten to know me, and they're like, we really like this version of you yeah. much better than the other version. Isn't that funny when you like put down the wall and just wear yourself? Because you had to be vulnerable when you shared what you were going through. And that's when people came to you and connected. Yeah. So fast forward about a year, I got the opportunity to go to BYU-Hawaii. It was great because I had this second chance to kind of reinvent myself and do it all over again. And unfortunately, I basically did the exact same thing, but the opposite. I was so nervous about freaking people out with my high energy that I became reserved. And it actually pushed people away because no one really wanted to get to know me. And it really isolated me. For a long time, I was kind of lost and I was super unhappy there and I just wanted to leave. And over time, I finally did get to know people, but it was it really wasn't until I figured out that they just wanted to get to know me. When I was most comfortable with myself, I got to know people a lot easier, um, and that was a really valuable lesson to learn. Anyway, I'd just kind of taken life experience mm -hmm. and just put that into my next year of college, and that was that was by far the best college year of my entire life. I love it. I had lots of friends, lots of different kinds of friends, friends that filled different buckets. I had true connections with several different people and, you know, made lifelong friends that year. Awesome. That I still have to this day. I love that. So why do you think this is so hard for teens today? In high school, it is hard to kind of separate yourself and say, it doesn't matter that these people don't like me because it's so in your mm -hmm. face and it affects you every day. But the truth is, is it's okay. You don't like certain people. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't like them for anything other than you just 
don't really feel like you're drawn to them, right? And you don't need to mesh with everyone. That's no, it's okay. You're right. It's okay if everyone doesn't connect and you yeah. will find your people and they'll find you if you just keep being you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Brie, I'm going to ask you the same question that I will be asking all of my guests. If you could give your high school self one piece of advice, what would it be? What I would tell myself is if you stay strong and remember who you are, you will be so proud of yourself later in life. I love that. Well, you are awesome. Thanks for your help today. Of course, Tani. Isn't she just the best? I feel like this experience that Bree shared with us is so useful and valuable. I love how she discovered that her ability to connect and make friends didn't come until she decided to let go of what she thought others would want her to be like, and she decided to just be vulnerable and herself. Then she made friendships easily and naturally. I love it. It is so awesome and so true, and I've seen the same thing in my life. We need to realize that the only way to fight and overcome disconnection and feelings of shame is vulnerability. Remember what I said earlier, shame causes us to believe that we can't be authentic and true to who we are because we think something's wrong with us, and if people know it and see it, then we think we aren't worthy of connection. In order to really achieve connection, we have to allow ourselves to be seen, our true selves to be really seen just like Brie so vulnerably shared with us. Do you all understand what vulnerability really means? It means to open up, to let people in, to have the courage to share our hearts, even when there is no guarantee, to try out for that volleyball team you might not make, to ask that girl on a date when you might get turned down, to put yourself out there and make a new friend, or to tell your mom that you've been struggling with depression even when you aren't sure how she's going to react. It is about being brave enough to not mask yourself and to just come as you are. When you do this, vulnerability doesn't seem so scary after all, and it becomes the birthplace for joy, love, inspiration, and belonging, for so much positivity. I know it is scary to open up at first and allow yourself to be truly seen, but I encourage you to just give it a try. Start with a close friend or family member. Bring up something that you've been struggling with or want to talk about. You will make it through, I promise. Just be brave enough to have that first conversation and you will realize that you didn't die from it. In fact, it was completely opposite. Instead of being judged like you feared might happen, you most likely will have created a bond that will enhance that relationship even further. I think my favorite part of Brene's Brown research is that while studying connection and vulnerability, she decided to separate the people that she interviewed into two groups. There were the people who had a sense of love and belonging, and then there were others who really struggled with it. They were always wondering if they were good enough. Well, listen to this. There was only one variable that separated these two groups of people. That was that the people who had a strong sense of love and belonging believed that they were worthy of love and belonging. That's it. Just like I talked about in our last episode, it all starts with our thoughts. Our thoughts create our feelings, and our feelings are what create our actions or behavior. So let's be the best we can be and just start believing that we are worthy and good enough for love and connection. When Brene studied these people further, she realized that they had a sense of courage, a courage to show up as they were, imperfections and all. They were happy and satisfied with their lives because they had connection, real connection. 
connection that came as a result of authenticity. They were willing to let go of who they thought they should be in order to be who they really are. How awesome is that? True connection and satisfaction with ourselves really is attainable. We just have to be willing to put forth the effort and be brave enough to do what it takes to get there. Now, I really don't want to ever portray negativity, but I'm always going to be real with you guys. There is a flip side to all of this. When we aren't willing to be vulnerable and we lack that connection and sense of belonging, we begin to find ways to numb ourselves. It's a dangerous cycle and one that I want to give my full attention to. It's crazy important and I can't wait to dive into it for our next episode. Until then, I would love us all to look for opportunities to open up, to be more vulnerable and put shame aside, to realize that you are worthy of love and belonging. All you have to do is believe it. If you work on these simple truths, you will be able to become more than you are and who you are always meant to be.